Praise Him, and welcome to the Believe Right, Live Right podcast. I'm Eugene Hill, Senior Pastor of Kingdom Recovery Ministry, located in Phoenix City, Alabama, where we believe if you can change what you believe, you can change your life. Christianity is not about right doing, it's about right believing. Transformation takes place when you believe. What Jesus did on the cross is powerful. When you believe, it can and it will change your life. We call it the good life, the grace life, excelling in every area of life. Father God has a life-changing word just for you today. Are you ready? Let's get right to it. Father, we're so grateful, so thankful for this time, Lord God. So thankful, Lord God, to be gathered together in your name. And Lord, as we are gathered together in your name, Lord, we we ask, O oh God, that you would have your way, Lord. Father, we've come together, Lord, to hear a word from you, Lord God. Father, you know where we are. You know what we stand in need of. And Lord, our desire is to just hear what thus saith the Lord. So, Father, we ask, O oh God, that you would have your way. Think through our minds. Speak through our vocal cords, Lord. Let it be all of you in this place and none of us. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Come on, somebody say amen. 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 Well, tonight, God has given us this subject. We want to talk from um, the subject, the key to God's heart. The key to God's heart. Sunday, Pastor talked about believe right, live right. And if you remember that, one of the things he, he talked about or that he touched on was the fact that God wants us to believe in his son. Amen. See, the key to God's heart is to believe, to honor, to respect, to reverence God's son. Amen. If you want to be in good with God, if, if you want to, to know that you are righteous and that you are in right standing with him, then believe in his son and believe what his son has done for you. Amen. See, many times we, uh, we get focused on ourselves. Don't, don't be focused on you and what you can do. Focus on Jesus and what he has done. Amen. See, right believing is all about renewing your mind and uprooting wrong beliefs. See, uh, the world wants to live thinking, I don't have to have Jesus. I don't, I don't, I don't have to believe. I don't, I don't have to know about all that Jesus stuff. And that kind of wrong thinking shapes their behavior. It, it shapes their actions and their thinking. And so that's a wrong belief. And if you, if you think like that, if you believe like that, then you're going to struggle in life. Amen. You're going to struggle and be trying to, to focus on yourself and your own, uh, what you can do instead of believing and trusting in what Jesus has done. See, you, you know, the old people used to say it like this. You know, you can't go around him. You can't go over him. You just got to go through. Amen. And so that's a wrong belief to think that you don't have to have Jesus. It's a wrong to belief to think, I don't have to know. I don't want to know about all that Jesus stuff. Well, yes, you do need to know about all that Jesus stuff. Amen. Because God's heart 
is all about what his son has done. His, his heart is all for his beloved son. Let me show you what I mean in the scriptures. Amen. Because in the scripture, God tells us that Jesus is his beloved son. Amen. And he's well pleased with Jesus. Let's go to Matthew 317. So I can encourage you and show you what I'm talking about here in the scriptures. The key to God's heart is to reverence, to respect, to honor his son. Amen. You have Matthew 3.17. Let's read that together. Ready? Read. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Amen. This is right after Jesus was baptized. And remember, the, the, the Spirit of God descended on him like a dove and lit on him. And then a voice from heaven uh, said, this is my beloved son. The voice of God from heaven said, this is my beloved son. In him, I am well pleased. In other words, God um, validated Jesus. <laughs> Amen. God acknowledged Jesus, and he wants us to do the same thing. God is well pleased with Jesus, and that's good news for us because what Jesus accomplished and, and did on the cross for us, amen, is good news because God honors what Jesus has done for us, amen. See, if you, if you don't want to... If you're trying to skirt around Jesus or, or, or go without having Jesus in your life, then you're going to miss out on all the blessings of God, all the blessings of God that are available through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I also want to show you here in Matthew 17, 5, how God is well pleased with his son. Amen. In other words, even on the Mount of Transfiguration with uh, Peter, James, and John, um, God has said, this is my beloved son. It's time to hear him. Amen. Even though Peter, uh, and James and John were looking at, there was Moses there. Amen. And Elijah, God said, basically hear my son. Amen. It's his time now. Moses has had his time. Elijah has had his time. It's Jesus time now. Amen. It's Jesus' time. Y'all got Matthew 17, 5? Ready? Read. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am very ple I am well pleased. Hear Amen. Hear ye him. Amen. Hear ye him. See, on the Mount of Transfiguration, amen, Jesus is divine identity was revealed. Amen. In other words, God revealed Jesus's divine identity, but he also called for us to obey him. Notice he said, what? I, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Hear ye him. Amen. That's a call to obedience. Hear Jesus. Respect Jesus. Honor Jesus. Reverence Jesus. Amen. God is calling for us 
to acknowledge his son. That's the key to God's heart. You trying to get to God? You want to know you ain't right standing with him? You are uh, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? Then honor his son. Amen. Honor the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the key to God's heart. Let's go to Romans chapter 5 verse 21. Romans chapter 5, verse number 21. Because when you understand that, that God himself has, has acknowledged and validated his son Jesus, amen, and he, he did all of this for us. And we're also going to look at this one in the uh, Amplified as well, amen. Romans chapter 5, verse number 21. Ready? Read. That as, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Go ahead and read the Amplified, please. So that just as sin has reigned in death, so grace, his unearned and undeserved favor, might reign also through righteousness, right standing with God, which issues in eternal life through Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, our Lord. Amen. It comes through Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, our Lord. Amen. God has called for us to honor his son, Jesus Christ, that we can reign, amen, in righteousness. Reign in righteousness. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I also want to look at, and I don't think this is on your list, um, Darius. I believe it is maybe 2 Corinthians 5, 21. Yes, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 21. King James and Amplified. Amen. Because, see, this is good news for us. Amen. Amen. Like, like we uh, said in the devotional this morning. Amen. <laughs> this is good news. Hallelujah. Ready? Read. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen. Amplified for us. Amen. For our sake, he made Christ virtually to be sin who knew no sin so that in and through him we might become endued with viewed as being in and examples of the righteousness of God, what we ought to be approved and acceptable and in right relationship with him by his goodness. Amen. God made Jesus to be sin for us. And I got, I got to tell you for real. It doesn't get any better than that. I mean, Jesus being made sin for you. Think about that for a minute. Think about if you had to pay for your own sins. Mm -mm -mm. Amen. Think about, you know, you can be healed. Amen. You can be provided for. You can be blessed. All because your sins have been forgiven. Amen. And you are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are now what you ought to be. Right. You, approved Lord. and acceptable, amen, and in right relationship with Father God yes. 
all by Jesus' goodness, all by God's goodness. God's goodness because he honors what his son has done on our behalf. He honors the fact that his son took on our sins on the cross. Amen. And now we are the righteousness of God. We are in right standing. We are approved. We are acceptable in him. Amen. And in right relationship with him. And it, to me, it just doesn't get any better than that. And, I, you know, when I stop to think about, man, if you had to pay for your own sins, I don't know about you, but I would be in big trouble. Right. I would be in Amen. big trouble. And so the key to God's heart, y'all, is to honor what his son has done, right. to reverence his son, to respect his son, to acknowledge his son. Right. It's all about Jesus. Right. That's the bottom line. It's all about Jesus. And so God doesn't want you to, you know, copy the behavior and customs of the world. Amen. The world is the ones trying to skirt around Jesus, trying to get around Jesus, trying to do without Jesus. God does not want us to copy that behavior. But God wants to change us into the new person that he wants us to be by changing the way we think. Amen. Amen. He wants us to shift our thoughts from uh, being occupied with ourselves and to be occupied with Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. See, our human tendency, we focus on us and what I can do and what I think. No. Get away from self-centeredness. Amen. And rather, God wants us to focus on Jesus. Look at your neighbor. Say, focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. Amen. Let's go to some more scriptures here. Let's go to Romans 8, 32. Romans chapter 8. Verse number 32. It's so wonderful and so gracious to us that God has allowed his son to come and take our place on the cross. Amen. So that we didn't, we don't really have to worry about, you know, paying for our sins. Romans 8.32. And we are also going to look at that in the King James and the Amplified. Ready? Read. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Go ahead and amplify it for us. He who did not withhold or spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, will he not also with him freely and graciously give us all other things? All other things. That's all them things that Matthew 6, 33 is talking about. When it says, seek ye first, and all these things will be added. In other words, God is saying he didn't, if he didn't spare his own son, amen, then all them things that you need in life will be added. Amen. All those things that you need in life will be freely given unto you. In other words, when we make Jesus the focus and put our uh, consciousness on him, amen, we don't have to worry about all these things because that's what Matthew 6 is talking about. Don't worry. 
Amen. Whatever you need in life is going to be added. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first God's way. I'm saying tonight like this. Seek first God's son. Amen. Seek first his son. Because he has given his son preeminence. Amen. The Bible talks about that in Philippians. He's given him a name above every name. That at the name of Jesus, the Bible says every knee. It don't say some knees do it. It says every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Amen. And so the key to God's heart is to honor his son. Amen. To honor what his son has done. And so we as Christians, as believers, amen, now we, we can can understand Jesus is our wisdom. He's our righteousness. Mm-hmm. He's our sanctification. He's who makes us holy in God. Amen. Mm-hmm. Not how long my dress is, whether I got on red lipstick or not. Amen. That's not what makes me holy. What makes me holy is Jesus makes me holy. He's my sanctification. He's my holiness. And he is my redemption. He's the one who's paid for all my sins and your sins. Amen. The key to God's heart, y'all, is is his son, bottom line. You want to get to God? (laughs) Amen. You got to go through his son. Jesus said it like this. No man comes to the father but by me. (laughs) Amen. Let's look at that scripture, 1 Corinthians 1.30. So I can show you. I said it, but. You'll see it for yourself in the scriptures. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30. Ready? Read. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. I love the way the Amplified uh, puts it. This right here is really good to me. Ready? But it is from him that you have your life in Christ Jesus. Say that again. But it is from him that you have your life in Christ Jesus, whom God made our wisdom from God, revealed to us a knowledge of the divine plan of salvation previously hidden, manifesting itself as our righteousness, thus making us upright and putting us in right standing with God and our consecration making us pure and holy, and our redemption, providing our ransom from eternal eternal penalty for sin. Amen. Who? It, but it is from him. Yeah. Him who, in this case, is from God, Father God himself. Amen. That you have your life in Christ Jesus. There is life in Christ Jesus. Yes, Lord. Notice he didn't say that, that you have death, but you have life in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Amen. God made him to be our wisdom. Amen. Reveal to us a knowledge of the divine plan of salvation. This It says here, previously hidden. Amen. But now it has manifested itself as our righteousness, putting, making us upright and putting us in right standing with God, our consecration, our holiness, and our redemption. Amen. Providing the ransom and the payment for our sins. Amen. Jesus is, has been made our wisdom 
our righteousness, our sanctification, and our redemption. And it's all because God, Father God, has chosen, amen, for us to have our life in Christ Jesus. Amen. That is good news to us. I want to go to Hebrews chapter 4 because when we're looking at Hebrews 4.12, when we are talking about the key to God's heart, number one is to honor his son, to respect his son, to reverence his son, amen, to, to remember that it's all about Jesus, amen, because God is well pleased with him. God uh, is satisfied with the, the work that he has accomplished on the cross at Calvary, amen. And now because Jesus has died on the cross, but also been raised from the dead, amen, mm -hmm. God freely gives us all things, amen. Mm -hmm. And so now, y'all, we have the word of God, amen. amen. Check this out. The word of God is all about Jesus. Right. Amen. Right. The word of God is all about Jesus. So we have God's word. Amen. And it tells us all about his son. Amen. And God's word has power. Amen. Don't forget that part. God's word has power. Let's go there. You got that Hebrews 4, 12. Ready? Read. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Amen. Let's also, yeah, look at that in the Amplified. Ready? Read. For the word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, soul, and the immortal spirit, and of joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. Amen. The word of God. Amen. It's alive. Yes, it is. Amen. Right. It, it's it's. It's alive. It's powerful. Amen. Mm -hmm. It's living. Yeah. It's not dead. Notice the word of God is the opposite of death. Right. It's, alive. it's alive. Amen. So the word that God speaks is alive. In the King James, it said the word of God is quick. That quick means alive. Yeah. Uh, living. <laughs> Let me say it like that. Brings life. Yeah. Not death. Brings life. Amen. Yes, life. Yes, it brings life to us. And it's active, operative, energizing, and effective. It's going to accomplish what God sends it to do. When, you know, a little while back, I don't know, a few months ago, remember I told you guys I was stuck on the um, parable of the sower. And if you ever took the time to read that parable, I think we briefly touched on it in one time in Bible study. Amen. It talks about how the word, uh, some of those seed, remember the seed is the word of God. Yeah. Some of those seed fall by the wayside. Mm -hmm. 
but it talks about how um, the birds come and, and, and eat them up <laughs> right quick. Let me say it like that. Those seeds that fall by the wayside, meaning representing the enemy comes and snatches up that word mm -hmm. before it has a chance to take root. Because the enemy knows the word is alive. Right. It'll grow. It'll produce some things in your life what God sends it to do. Y'all get that? Yes, Lord. The yes. word is alive. It, it's like a seed. You know, when you look at any kind of seed, you might look at, a, I don't know, a, a pea seed or a bean seed, a lemon seed. You know, they all look dead pretty much before you plant them. Don't they all dried up? But inside that seed is life. Amen. That seed actually is alive. It looks right. dead, but it's alive. And the word of God is the same way. Inside the seed of the word of God is life. Amen. It's life. It's operative. It'll produce. It will energize some things. It'll operate on some things. All right. Amen. All right. And it is effective. Effective. Yes, it is. It will effect change in your life. Yes, That's why the enemy don't want you to get it. Because he knows if you get the word, it's going to life some things. It's going to bring some things alive. Amen. This says here, penetrating even to down to the dividing line of the breath of the life, the soul and the immortal spirit, and of the joints and marrow, even to the deepest parts of our nature. It'll expose, sift, analyze, and judge the very thoughts and intents or purposes of our heart. Amen. We have the word of God. Amen. God's word tells us all about his son. Amen. The whole Bible. Yes, Lord. Amen. From Genesis to Revelation. It's all about God's son, Jesus. Amen. And as we <clears throat> getting to that word, amen, we know that the word is potent. It will do what God has sent it to do. <clears throat> we, we don't have this scripture on our list, but Isaiah 55 talks about as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and it don't return, but it waters the earth and makes it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. God says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void. And I, I just believe what the word says right here. God said it shall not return to me void. So I just believe every word does not return to God void. I know that's right. It's amen. Every word. Amen. amen. That goes forth out of the Bible. He says my mouth. My but we mouth. understand we are now the voices. The we are word. the people who put voice to God's word amen. now. Amen. And every time you put voice to God's word. It goes to do what God has sent it to do. Amen. I'm saying that to, to encourage you to speak God's word and to let you know, amen, there's power in your mouth. You just open up your mouth and speak God's word. Amen. But it accomplishes, God said, what I please, and it prospers in the thing whereto I sent it. 
Amen. Amen. The key to God's heart is to honor, to respect, to reverence his son. Amen. Mm -hmm. God has, is well pleased with his son. He tells us to hear him. Amen. Hear Amen. ye him. God wants us to know he made Jesus to be sin for us. And we know uh, God loves his son. Amen. Yes, so does. when you understand how much God loves Jesus and the fact that he gave up Jesus on your behalf, that helps you to understand how much God loves you. Amen. The Bible says he spared not his own son, but freely gave him up for us. Amen. For us all. So anything else we ask for, it pales in comparison to Jesus. Amen. It does not even compare. It does not even measure up to God's son. And God has left us. He has given us his word and his word is all about Jesus. The word tells us all about Jesus. And that word is powerful. Amen. It's living. It is alive. Amen. There is no death in the word of God. Amen. It is alive and powerful. Amen. And so the word accomplishes what God sends it to do. We are blessed people. Amen. We the key to God's heart, amen, is all about his son, Jesus. And so tonight, I just want to let you know they're, they're, the son of God is the one who has taken our place on the cross at Calvary. God was well pleased with the work that Jesus uh, finished on the cross because Jesus said it is finished, amen. And so God wants us to, to know, to reverence, to believe to honor his son. Amen. And so if you want to be in good with God, you want to be in right standing with God. If you want to know that you are the righteousness of God, amen, then believe his son and what his son has done for you. Amen. And my time is well spent. Let's give God praise for the word. Hallelujah. 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 Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, uh, Peter and them, and Paul told the people in the book of Acts, and you will be saved. Amen. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved. Let's go before the Lord and make a declaration. Let him know we believe in him. Amen. Amen. Repeat after me, Lord Jesus, <coughs> thank you for loving me and dying for me on the cross. Your precious blood washes me clean of every sin. You are my Lord and my Savior, now and forever. I believe you rose from the dead. You are alive today. Because of your finished work, I am now a beloved child of God. Heaven is my home. Thank you for giving me eternal life, filling my heart with your peace, with your joy, with your Holy Ghost, and with your word, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you on next time. Until then, remember, if you believe right, you will live right.